Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. is some of our thoughts. Okay, want me to flash you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. No, there's cameras. There's like four cameras in here. <laughs> that reminds me of the episode of Shit's Creek when Moira's like devastated that there aren't nudes of her on the internet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's going to be me when I'm like 60 or 70. Like, damn it. You should start your... Only fans, right? All your feet and all your <laughs> all my wine feet. content. <laughs> oh, bandita, bandita! All right, hi everybody. It's Sarah and Carter, and this is some of our thoughts. What are we drinking today, bandita? We are drinking Casina. I have no clue how to pronounce the second one, but it's by this beautiful woman named Nadia Veria. I love the name Nadia. Yeah. The uh, the likeness on this is based off of her. Oh, wow. So it's a beautiful Barbera grape that we're drinking today, Barbera de Asti. That's from the province of Asti in Mont Monferrato. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Monferrato. Uh, her family has been making wine for over 100 years that's cool these vines are 40 years old and uh the grape barbara uh is grown all over italy but in this province it's a specific grape called barbara de asti that's mm -hmm. from that province and uh yeah let's pour it up in our styrofoam cups yeah i was gonna say both of us forgot glasses i just ran out of my house because my mom was like i can watch lucas now and i was like hit <laughs> goodbye um and yeah. we had dinner at your house last night and all of the glasses are probably dirty yeah i need to clean my kitchen badly but Today is cleaning day it is cleaning day here at the alico the 16th floor is full of stoop it's full of snacks. Like, oh, is it I'm really? I'm going to grab a topol on the way out. It looks like a we mini market. It's kind of crazy. Is it like an honor system? Or I don't know. I didn't. See, I was looking around like, is there a register? Yeah. Do I buy stuff? I didn't see anyone but a guy heating up some like pulled pork. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, uh, I don't know. But they had styrofoam cups, <laughs> which is the only reason I was there. And then I was like, what the hell? This is cool. Well, because it's in styrofoam and not in glass you might have missed when i poured it it's got a slight effervescence to it mm. whoa smelling wine out of a styrofoam cup is wonky still tastes just as great as i remember so this is the bandit episode <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> God, this wine is delicious mm -hmm. yeah this is the bandit episode y'all i don't know how i'm feeling about it we gotta yeah. process these emotions at some point so i guess we'll just try to start now uh my dog died <laughs> her bandit 
sorry. Monica. Her bendita. My bendita. She was 14 years old. She was beautiful, and she was the best thing about me. I found her the summer after we graduated from high school, and uh, she was drinking out of a muddy puddle in an alleyway and uh, off like 11th and Waco Drive. And I was over there because I had a friend that lived over there that summer. And um, I picked her up and was like, wow, you're way too cute to Aww, be <laughs> out she here. Was so cute. She was like 10 weeks old and <laughs> she was just a little bastard dog running around. <laughs> And the boys that I was hanging out with that summer, my boyfriend at the time, he was an idiot. <laughs> and he t- <laughs> he was. And he didn't know whether she was a boy or a girl. Oh. And he wanted to name her Echo after Mark Echo. Okay. The designer. <laughs> Were you like, no. Well, <laughs> how about we don't? <laughs> Literally. And she had the cutest little bandit mask because she was a Border Collie, Australian Shepherd, Blue Healer mix. Just a bastard. <laughs> and uh, a beautiful bastard. <laughs> she was. But she was a, a trash throwaway dog. Uh, you know, she must have gotten out from somewhere because that's a specific breed. But mm-hmm. I feel like she wasn't just like a street mutt. Yeah. She was like, she maybe wasn't an intentional dog, but mm-hmm. she, God bless how she got out of there wherever she was. And yeah. I found her in Finders Keepers, Losers Weepers. <laughs> And I had her at uh, my friend Israel's house for a little bit that summer because I was in trouble with my parents and I didn't think that they'd let me adopt a, a puppy. And keep her. Especially because I was about to go off to college out of state. <laughs> but they were so bad. They fed her uh, Hot Pockets and Goldfish Crackers and just Aww. whatever they ate. Yeah. And so her little tummy was so screwed up for the longest time. Um, and she was never really high maintenance, but I will say she was very high energy when she was a baby. Aww. She scratched and clawed, and she was just a ball of mm-hmm. energy. And she definitely mellowed out after a couple of years. <laughs> As they do. It but, does take years, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And she was still so small. She was a baby. Aww. Baby bandita. <laughs> so she loved soccer, and she responded to That's several cute. Spanish phrases because she grew up in a Spanish household. For the first few weeks. And then um, I went over to check on her one day. And there was no shade. It was a summer very similar to this. Where it was just way too hot. They shouldn't have left her outside. I was furious. But there was no shade. And she had dug a little hole uh, for herself. Between the AC unit and the house. To cool off. To cool off. cold dirt. And I was like, yeah, you are brilliant. (laughs) And you deserve better. Yeah. So I took her home. Yeah. under the pretense of me like getting her fixed and shots and everything, yeah. I just never, never gave her back. Aww. She was mine. She was my dog. Yeah. So, um, thank God for Nancy, because yes. she, um, yeah, got her fixed up. We got her shots, and uh, her name is Bandit, named after the RX Bandits, and that's the music for today. Yeah. Very much Bandit episode. But uh, so, how did you first start listening? To the RX Bandits. I have a cousin that is 10 years older than me, Jesse Gaston, and he is the reason I love the music that I love. So I was very fortunate to have him and his influence in um, very young, early days. Like, I remember, I don't remember how old I, I think it was 1994 when Kurt Cobain died, but I remember how upset Jesse was, and I was upset. 93 or 94, we were... Yeah, we were babies. I remember it. He (laughs) was like crying and like just 
blasting a heart-shaped box yeah. in his room. And I was like, what happened? And yeah. he said he died. And I went, Kurt died? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I remember. And it was I was, like, horrified because, yeah. you know, three-year-old can't comprehend that what suicide is but it's yeah i remember that so uh jesse loved rx bandits and uh all of my guy friends in high school turns out loved rx bandits and so when i was like at vanguard and boarding school mm-hmm. i never had friends that liked the same music that i did because they were all into whatever the you know worst top 40 was oh, yeah but I was like that kid that had like my big old book of CDs. Oh, the CD books. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, and it was like yeah. however big and obnoxious they could be, mm-hmm. like the bigger, the cooler you were. Yeah, and you had to fill it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was very much like Lane Kim from Gilmore Girls, like having yes. as many CDs as possible. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we'd like go to Hastings and get like oh, the man. two, three dollar used CDs. Yeah. And that's where most of this stuff was. So I think this album came out in 20, 2006. And then, because that's 2016 was the 10-year anniversary tour. That was the last time I've seen them perform live. But I was on a tear, man. There was, like, one summer I saw them in Dallas, Austin, and Houston. Oh, wow. I just followed them around the state of Texas. Do they still tour? I don't think so. They have a lot of side projects. So they'll, they have a... a uh, a separate band called The Sound of Animals Fighting. That's, that's the name of the band? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and it's that's them dope. and Anthony Green from Circus Survive. Oh, wow. And they've gone on tours together uh, a lot. But, um, God, yeah, so you listen to it. It is uh-huh. It's hard to describe. It's, like, very progressive, uh, rocky. It's a rock and roll album. Yeah. It's so good. The soul. So we're doing And the Battle Begun with this bottle just because it's like everything. It's my favorite one, but I will say like the resignation. They started as a ska band in Long Beach. Um, I love the album art for that too. Yeah. Oh yeah. When you sent it, the album to me, I was like, oh, I've seen that vinyl, like the, oh, that artwork either at the shop or at your house. I have it. I have the album uh, framed okay on my gallery oh, wall okay yes yeah. i was like i feel like i've seen it like a lot yeah that makes sense yeah yeah she i dream of her she is kind of That's like cool. this shiva goddess that does she have multiple arms i think she has four yeah arms. she has four arms yeah and she's holding like a stop a, a watch and then there's like a bird feeder <laughs> and this giant sun behind her and um the there's kind of like a theme to that album it's a lot of but a lot about taking pills unfortunately matt embre is the front man he's like the lead singer <laughs> lead guitarist and um he has had a pretty obvious like struggle with addiction he talks about it pretty openly mm-hmm. but these guys these guys are so cool i've gotten to hang out with them because they're like oh they're just like dudes in a yeah. band they're not but to me they're rock stars so well, the first time i ever met them they were playing soccer out in front of the original emos on sixth street oh. and their uh their tour bus was on red river and we got there that emos. it was so fun it was and that was the exact right venue for that album yeah to play. oh yeah because i mean it was like very indoor outdoor you mm-hmm. could like smoke in there and it was yeah. just like this tiny little pit that people mosh and people like there is a yeah. pit at all of these shows people 
dance and go off. In fact, when I saw the the ten year anniversary tour for this particular album, uh, Cam uh, Franklin from the Suffers was in the crowd. That's cool. The Suffers is just like a really great Houston band, mm. and um, she was dancing. And I had I have her in a lot of my videos <laughs> because she had this. Uh, giant like afro that that's cool at the time and so she you know she and she was like just really dancing <laughs> and at the end of it she turned around and she was like oh i'm so sorry i was probably like blocking it. and i was like no i'm your fan too <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, like, amazing. i just had the best time and so like we got to i've gotten to hang out with them before and after shows uh not go backstage but go on their bus yeah. and like hang out outside of you know the venue with them a lot and um they are really interactive with their fans on like uh, Instagram. Facebook was a big deal back in the day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those years for sure when it had first started, essentially. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And I would tag them and everything. And, yeah. Uh, they would respond to me, and I've bought so much merch. I have like a a memory from my Facebook that popped up just yesterday. I got this signed copy of uh, Gemini, Her Majesty. Mm. That was one of my favorite new albums from them and they all signed it and um at their tagline is you can never steal our love oh i love that yeah you can never steal our love and then they have like this really witchy kind of like harmony that they do mm. like the beginning of in the battle there's the untitled i'm obsessed song. with that song he's like it's <laughs> over so good it's so good so we uh oh look at jesse <laughs> living her best life <laughs> hell yeah um we yeah are kind of doing like a tribute to the dog the band the wine and Bandit lived such a good long life. She, she did. She was so happy. She was pretty happy. She was a happy girl. She, was, she turned into a ranch girl. She was, yeah. <laughs> ranch dog. My mom made her a ranch dog. She loved eating the hooves when all of the, oh. the horses would get their like little pedicures. Yeah. The farrier would come. And she would hide them. What? She would like take them to little her little hiding spots and like have like little stores. That's of, funny. Yeah, she was brilliant. She was so smart, and she loved to swim. She was the first one that ever got into our pool the day that we filled it up. Oh, <laughs> she did that. However many years ago that was, when I had first start started coming to the ran out to the ranch house, she ran she ran out to the pool and was just like, you know, she was still pretty old this was still a couple years ago but she was just splishing and splashing just like having the best time of her life Aww. yeah she was she was pretty lucky here and bought one um i would love to come back in another life as one of my mother's pets <laughs> <laughs> it was a pretty cush gig yeah oh yeah and she's already starting to talk about getting another dog so that'll be good for her yeah well, that's what my parents did when they're yeah their daughter like baby their dog passed away because she was i think i think she was daisy was 13 when yeah. she passed it's old yeah it is old not like it was the same thing but like i mean like people get old like animals get old things just stop working yeah and new things start happening that are bad and it's like oh ooh, 
don't think it might be time. Yeah, it sucks. It does suck. At a certain point, the dog tells you, like, hey, (laughs) I'm done. This this has been great, and I love you, but. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, uh uh-huh. Yeah. I have, I'm just going to talk about it. I don't cry. I never cry. I haven't cried this year. The last time I cried was November 14th of last year. And, um. I remember that day. It oh was my! A, it was a really sad day. I was like, <laughs> "Fuck! Did I forget something really important?" No, no, it was fine. It was Darian's <laughs> fault. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I have like, there's clearly something there because, like, I just know it would make me feel better. There's like some... Cameron Diaz in the Holiday. Yeah. Oh, I forgot <laughs> about that. Movie. Oh yeah. Yeah, because I get like this this tension headache that's a very specific point behind my left eye. And that's also the side that I have like the worst nosebleeds mm-hmm. on, so I'm just falling apart. Maybe it's maybe it's my time. Um, but here we go. Here so, we go. Uh, this helps a little bit just to like talk about her. Mm-hmm. We'll do a little cheers. Poe one out for the dog. She was a great dog, but mm-hmm. um, I haven't been able to cry about it. And um, I'm thinking maybe around like the holidays, like when Lynette comes back home. When yeah. the, I've been out there once or twice since she hasn't been out there. And, uh, oh, I bet that's the hardest. That's it is kind of, yeah, because it's like Baldwin's just, you know, wiggling and around he's by himself. confused too. Like, where's my bud? Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty brutal. Um, he is old too. So he's, Baldwin's 12? 12. Yeah. 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 Baldwin's still really spry, though. I forget <laughs> that he's 12. Yeah. He's so gray. He's such an old, little, he's grumpy real old man. Though. No, he's not grumpy. He is. He barks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe he's grumpy. <laughs> he, uh, when people walk into the house and he, like, can't see him because he's so short, he goes, <laughs> show yourself. <laughs> Literally. And it's like, if it's like you or Kyle or Jared or Bailey or something, he's like, oh, okay. Like, oh, hey. <laughs> but if it's someone he doesn't know, he'll like run up to him and be like, yeah. wah, 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 wah. <laughs> this is my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's got like the most, the biggest ears on any little dude. He does have big ears. Radar. He loves our expandits too. Uh, <laughs> honestly, when I, I got that record player out there and we moved into that house in 2018, and but we still had the Cumberland house, and so yeah. um, I stayed there whenever I came back into town. But during like COVID in 2020, I literally moved from Austin back to Waco, and so I did stay at the ranch house, and then I kind of alternate like ranch house or Cumberland, yeah, which was a really cool time. And uh, I would just shuttle my records back and forth <laughs> between the houses because there was a record player at Cumberland too, and. Um, yeah, the puppies. She loved that. There was also a band called Pup that Pup. I'm sure I've talked about Pup a yeah. lot. And so Pup was her jam. She loves like how do I describe like post nineties punk. That it was for band. Pup. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. in Toronto, like not math rock like the Bandits were, but very like gnarly yeah it was just like they just throw the their bodies around you said you have a pup shirt and one of the last times you and austin you and, austin, you and ryan went to austin you had your pup shirt on you walked into i don't know Cosmic cowboy and they're like oh pup you like pup i love pup yeah. it's like ah oh, 
the city. Like, it stands for pathetic use of potential. <laughs> when We're a, all pups sometimes. Truly. So. The um the front man of that band, his name is uh, Stefan Babcock. I'm obsessed with all of them. And I've gotten to hang out with them, too. I like they're you know the name. Truly. They're like, I mean, they're rock stars, but they're just like normal dudes, too. Yeah. yeah. And, um, <laughs> God, I have so much I could talk about. It, his, <laughs> his grandmother wrote him a letter when he got out of, uh, he dropped out of college to start this band. The pup front man? Yeah. Okay, okay. And she said... I love you and I'll always be proud of you, but I do think this is a pathetic use of your potential. And at the time, oh. their band name was called Topanga. <laughs> okay, I love that too. A lot. That, that was the name of their original band, Topanga. And then they said, no, that's too good. No. We're going to call ourselves Pup. Pup. That's good. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah. And Bandit, she, she she's not a degenerate like me like i i would like carter bum around all these like punk shows like just chain smoke outside and wait for them to come out and like i mean if bandit were a person she would be more like lynette she would be very Aww. put together very sweet and like poised <laughs> and i'm like on the curb Lynette is very poised right yeah yeah <laughs> just he'd be on the curb <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like chain smoking like kind of hunched over like I'll wait as long as it takes. I stayed out there until like it was like two a.m. when the all the bars closed, and then they yeah. were heading back to their hotel. And I like caught them, and I was like, "You will talk to me." Yeah, they were like, "Oh, you're the crazy girl from Austin." I was like, "Yep, <laughs> that's me. That is me. Your biggest fan." Aww. Yeah, it's fun hanging out with bands after shows, though. Yeah, that's the best. When we went to L.A., this was maybe 2018 or 2019. Um, it was me, Ryan, Bo and Amber. There's like a group of us, a few other people were there, but we all went, me and Ryan had just started dating. We went to see the band apart, which is his favorite Japanese band and Bo's favorite band, Jonathan Lopez. Shout out Jonathan. He was there. That's their favorite band. Like that's their shit. Well, we get to LA. We're so stoked. We literally were there for a show because they never tour in the States, especially, and we get there, and there's just, like, they find out or get an email or something, I guess. I don't know how they found out. They The band got detained at the airport. Oh, no. Yeah. And it was, like, this huge, big deal language barrier. Yeah. They only speak English. Or I guess they kind of do, but I don't remember. Ryan would know. I wish I should have asked him before I came here. Some big debacle happened, and they sent, they sent them back to Japan. They never got to play. Oh, shit. So Ryan and Bo and Jonathan are just like sad sacks. Of course. But but they were playing with Mock Orange, another band who's like been around forever, and they love Mark Orange, too. So uh, we saw them at the show, and Bo knows one of the band members closer than any of us did. And um, they were like, oh, well we kind of want to hang out with them. Isn't that weird? And I was like, no. <laughs> and I was the one, cause I was like, I don't know anybody. I'll do anything. I'll never see them again. Yeah. <laughs> the show had ended and then they were selling merch and kind of wrapping stuff up. And I went up to a couple of the band members and I was like, Hey, what are you doing after this? And they're like, we're all really hungry. Probably go get some food. And then I told them, I was like, Hey, like I'm here with like my best friends and we're from Waco, Texas, and we flew here. I, I just described everything, and yeah. they're like, "Oh shit!" And they're like, "Well, 
come eat with us. Let's let's just That's go so eat. Badass. And I I should have. I think I used to have a picture. We went to this really cool diner somewhere in L.A. That's you know open twenty four hours, yeah. but it looked like a like a a diner from like the fifties or sixties. It was magical. It was so much fun. Oh, and I bet they were just geeking out. Oh, it was so fun. And we're yeah. all just eating brunch at two a.m. and chain smoking. Yeah. And drinking beer and it was so fun. I wish it happened more often in my life. <laughs> I know, yeah, it's a really special thing. I've been to so many shows by myself, like especially yeah. um before COVID. Uh there's live music in Austin every single oh, night. Yeah. So I would go to like Sea Boys Heart and Soul or mm-hmm. Hotel Vegas by myself and just see whoever was playing. Um but I've been to several pup shows by myself because yeah. like no one wanted to go with me and I was like I'm well, still I'm go. going. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Same with Portugal the Man. And I got really oh, good ticket man. because it was just me. So there was one seat in like the middle mm. front row of the mezzanine. And I had like That's the best, cool. easily like the best ex- time of my life. <laughs> and then uh, I've been to one or two bandit shows by myself because whenever they would play Texas, when I was still in Savannah, yeah. I would fly home to see him in uh, like. Dallas at uh, not House of Blues, but where did they play? Oh, it was some really cool club that doesn't exist anymore. And then yeah. in Austin, they always played emos. Yeah. And then uh, I saw them at some really cool ballroom in Houston off Montrose. Mm. That was real fun. And then they would hit Atlanta like a week or two later. Oh, that's cool. And so I'd fly home and then drive up and see them <laughs> in Atlanta <laughs> by myself. And then there was one time. Um, good charlotte was playing in myrtle beach Stop. that was like an eight hour drive from savannah and i went and you saw definitely them went by myself <laughs> i asked carson i begged john i begged dave oh. to go see him and no one wanted to see good charlotte with me so i went and saw good charlotte by myself good <laughs> we should go to a show together yeah absolutely i love going to shows i it's do the best. too covid definitely changed everything for a while when it comes oh, yeah. to shows but everything's back to normal for on that aspect i feel like yeah everything's absolutely. back because everyone got vaccinated <laughs> yeah. that's amazing what happens when you follow the rules <laughs> um so speaking of rule following uh nadia i wanted to to talk about her for just a second because yes, she seems please. pretty cool like even just looking at that that album or the <laughs> album artwork <laughs> that label art uh is by a really cool guy named gianluca mm-hmm. uh can Canizo, and he has a wine account called My Poster Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what? He's so good, and he has a bunch of like wine art that he does, and he did the whole lineup. So when I got this, and this were like both of the Teresas, uh, Otovino, that was like that old guy with the sunglasses. Yeah, y'all got a lot in from this producer. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. It's definitely like the newest drop. It's Louis Dresner import. Um, really cool taste profile it's one of those that like definitely will continue mm-hmm. to open up because it's a pretty deep red but um two months on the skins one year in a vat and then another year in large old casks and considering Whoa. they had all of that information i was a little bummed that they didn't specify like what kind of cask but i would imagine just like french oak probs definitely probably something that's been around in their family since they've been making wine for over a century yeah that's wild and uh, they said it's as pure an expression of the grape as you'll ever find that's it that's all my research notebook is that new oh yeah i got it at wildland put our sticker on it love it um and then for food we were just gonna do something kitschy (laughs) something kitschy puppy chow 
puppy chow. Puppy chow. That the puppy couldn't actually eat, but we can. <laughs> we can. <laughs> okay. In this one, it's a Nutella puppy chow. So you'll need chocolate chips, unsalted butter, Nutella, or your favorite brand of hazelnut spread. Oh, I love Nutella. Me too. And, of course, it says if you want to do more of like a traditional – oh, there's so many ads on this. Oh, my Lord. If you wanted to do more of a traditional style of puppy chow, cre- uh, sub in creamy peanut butter instead of Nutella. But if we're sticking with this, you'll also need vanilla extract and rice check cereal. And then it says, well, rice is still the most popular type of Chex Mix you use for Muddy Buddies. You could use, like, the wheat, the chocolate, the peanut butter, or the corn Chex instead. But usually the rice, I feel like everything sticks together better on the rice ones, and they're the puffiest, too. So it's not just, like, a dense – like, you still get a better crunch with that one. And you'll need powdered sugar. So first, you'll put your chocolate chips and butter into a small microwavable bowl. Or you could do this on the stovetop, too. You're just melting all of it. Remove it, stir, and then it says microwave for another 30 seconds. That if you're, that's if you're just using the microwave method. But basically, once that's melted and warm, you're going to stir in your Nutella and vanilla extract. Add the rice to a really big bowl and then pour that chocolate mixture on top. Toss to coat the cereal in the chocolate mixture. Add powdered sugar to the bowl and then using either like a spatula, your hands, whatever you have on hand, toss the Muddy Buddies and the powdered sugar until they're coated. And then they'll dry and they'll be delicious and you'll eat too much and you'll get a tummy ache and not regret it. (laughs) It's such a good bite too. It is. Every bite of the salty and the sweet and oh yeah, I would add a little bit of salt to it also. Well done. Yeah, I just, I love salty and sweet combos. It's the best. It's so good. One year for Christmas, I really didn't have any money, and I just made everybody a little bag of puppy chow. Oh, that's a great idea. What you did last year was dope with the records, the record planters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess you I gave did Mike one. I gave Mike one. Carter, like, did the thing where you melt the record to it's like a where it's like a bowl, but then she planted, was it succulents? Uh huh. Yeah, she put planted succulents in it and made it a planter. I thought that was so beautiful. Creative. I just used like old albums that were already scratched up. Yeah. And yeah, and Dunzo. But um, I can't take credit for that idea. That was my friend John who started a business called Plantasia. That's oh, that's such a good name. Literally. <laughs> what? <laughs> and he did a uh, spin art. So he would put the record on one of those old school little like it was like from Walgreens and yeah and dye it with different colored paint and make it look like tie-dye and then do the melty thing so and then he would put like crystals in them and Mm. John is big uh into aesthetic but also he's a beautiful artist and I haven't met John have I no no you remember no I've I've heard about John so many times yeah he's so special I'm hoping he'll come visit um but yeah, John uh, is a big fish guy. He has like eight fish tanks and makes oh. terrariums. So uh, there's all the like crystal and different plants that he puts in with the fish. Yeah. And then when he was making those bowls, he did like very specific, like. How do you themes. melt the records? Uh, it's really kind of simple. You just put it on top of a little bowl, like about the size of the the inside of the record, or however mm-hmm. big you want it to be. And then uh, if you put it in the oven at, like, 200 for a couple minutes, it will just start to oh, droop wow. over that. So I would put it on, like, a cookie sheet and then put the oh, yeah. the bowl underneath it, and then it will just conform around that. Huh. 
Yeah, and then you you it's still pretty malleable, so you can shape it a little bit. That's cool. When it's still hot, and then it'll just dry like that. That's super cool. Yeah. Or I guess it doesn't dry; it just cools and sets. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. That's awesome. The plants are still expensive, though. The plants are expensive. But considering how much we work, and like all I do is work, I can actually afford. (laughs) (laughs) You can buy nice plants. I can buy, yeah, I can spend some money. (laughs) I just don't ever have time to. But uh, I feel that. Right? I was very productive this morning, but that's only because Lucas got up at like 7.45, and I was like, okay, sure, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then I drank a lot of coffee immediately. Yeah, we are. this week is big. We have the Valley Mills Vineyard dinner at Pignetti's. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's Wednesday. Uh-huh. Neither of us will be able to go because we're no. both working. And so there, uh, Kelsey said she tried to get tickets last week and they were already sold out. Yeah. Like she called and they were like, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Because I guess they already sold 50, which that's which is a lot to yeah. sell out. That's great. Like good for them. Yep. And then the. Valley Mills Vineyards Wine Club dinner is this Friday, which I'm glad you said that because I'm making a white port spritzer. Oh, yeah. And I need to play around with it. Play around with it this week. Yeah, we were talking about different things you could add to it because, like, around the holidays, you'll do, like, cranberry and rosemary. Yeah, it's easier on the holidays because I can just do everything, like, baking spice and, like, the Christmassy flavors and flavor profiles. But this one, the dessert I'm pairing it with, it's a cardamom hibiscus tiramisu. Uh, and it's That's like a lot. It's yeah. really hard for my brain to wrap around that flavor profile all with both all of it. You know, yeah. like if it was just two, I'd be like, okay. But with all three, I'm like, well, I don't know. I'll figure it out. Yeah, I have fun doing stuff like that, so it's like a fun challenge. There's always like a creaminess and a richness with tiramisu, mm-hmm. the espresso. Yeah. So it'll have like a, maybe a little hint of a coffee, yeah. whatever a cocktail, because coffee and port. That's a pretty mm-hmm. natural. And it's, the, it's the white port that I'm having to use too. Oh. That's why I'm like, mm, makes it a little. Yeah. That's why I'm like, shoot, <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do. But I should have brought a couple bottles home with me that week this weekend to play around with. I'm going out there after this because I have to get all the wine for Pignetti, so I can bring you one. Will you bring me two? I'll bring Cause you two. One, I need to cook one down and yeah. make like a maceration from it. Oh, I have homework. <laughs> why yeah. homework for work? That's yeah, cool. we do uh, tend to give ourselves some work like th- with this project for the podcast. Uh, we'll more often than not have it before. There's only been a few that we haven't had before. Oh, the wines. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. To come up with the concept. And so that's kind of like homework. It is. Yeah. And then having to I do have to really drink everything so I can sell everything better. Yeah. And the other day, David came in and he was like, I was trying to think of something that you haven't had, but like, I couldn't, like, you've literally had every, you've literally bought everything. And I was like, oh, sorry. I'm like too good at my job. Right. Well, and like, then, I'm sure there's some on that top shelf. I haven't bought David. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. One or two, especially the new vintages. But um, there we go. He pulled out two uh, bottles from his office and he was like, so I went to the warehouse. You definitely haven't had these. And I was like, okay. Challenge, challenge accepted. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> That's so awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was a cool like nod, I think, of him being yeah. like, you are good. Had we, have we do. done that Vermentino we had last night? No. 
like, we should do that. Yeah, that's a really cool lineup. We too, still have that in the shop right now, right? Yeah, yeah. Of course, they have the Vermentino white, the Carignan red, and then mm. the Syrah rosé. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a fun one. And I still have that Gruner in my fridge from when you went to Whole Ooh, Foods. I haven't okay. opened it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good Gruner. You know I love Gruner. I feel like there's something else we tried recently. Last time we did Gruner, we did the oh, curry. That Alberino I had with a snail on it. Yeah, that I'll was see cute. if they have any more of that at the Tuscan market because they didn't have any on the shelves. Those were in the fridge, and they oh, have okay. like maybe five or six. But I think I told you Jesse had tried that, not the same vintage, but like maybe two years ago uh-huh. from somewhere in Austin, and she sent me a picture, and she was like, "Oh my god, this is so good!" So when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, I can finally try that wine she sent me ye- literally years ago." That's fun. But have a place in Waco that has like different selections. Yeah, shout out. That's called Silos Tuscan Market and it's a new liquor and wine place and they have like some dry goods and like meats and cheeses, but yeah. so much cool wine. Now they have our cool wine. They have our cool wine. But they have other cool wine, <laughs> which I'm more excited about. But it is nice to send people like, "Hey, actually, yes, we're in this place." Yep. Because people call the vineyard all the time, like, where do you sell it in town? And before this past week, it was just, like, some bars and restaurants. And it's really weird to go into a bar restaurant and just get a bottle of wine. To go. Okay, thanks, bye. Yeah, Yeah. to go, especially. They might not even sell it to you. but Yeah, uh, I don't know. That would be a significant markup, at the very least. And it just goes to show what we can do if we have, like, a day off. Like, I literally was able to go there just to check it out. And when I walked in, I was like, hey – wow, you have a hell of a wine selection. Do you want some Valley Mills Vineyards wine? And Stuart was like, oh, yeah, I was actually going to call you guys about that. And I was like, great. I beat you to it. Yeah. Here's my card. Here we are. Yeah. Aren't you so lucky I walked into your store today? <laughs> and, like, that just only gets to happen when, when I have, have like, a day that I can just go bop around, check mm-hmm. on everything. I was already doing some deliveries yeah, that day. Yeah, I don't even know your wine shop schedule right now. Me either. <laughs> I kind of figured, I was like, I don't know. I know she's off Sunday, Monday, Because the regardless. shop is closed. Because yeah. Literally because the shop is closed, and that's the only reason. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's some turnover. But uh, we are, that's why we're doing our event on a Sunday, so yes. that everyone can come. Because last time we did it on a Friday, and, like, Jade and Bailey were at the wine shop for me. Yeah, till 9. You had to take the day off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, service. We're considering the service industry. Yes. Because all of our friends work in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we're so excited about the live show. Yeah, it's coming together. It is. We're we'll doing make a, a flyer very soon. Yeah. Because we have it all kind of locked down, I think, now. Yeah, last night was helpful. Mm-hmm. Ryan's excited. I think the rest <laughs> of the boys are excited. And um, that's all that matters. We're going to have fun. Oh, I can't wait. I'm ecstatic. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be good. A new release for y'all from the vineyard. Yeah. And then a kind of like an oldie but goodie yeah. from the wine shop. Classic. Yeah. Great. So we'll be doing our thing. Doing our thing. Mm. For Jesse. Yeah, for Jesse. And um oh yeah, we do need to talk to Dawn about that. I hope she's if she's cleared to drink by then, yeah. That'd be so fun. Oh yeah. They've, she brought a bottle of Pet Nut with her to the beach this week. Good. Yeah. Won't get into the details because no one on the podcast needs to know right now. But, <laughs> yeah, I hope she was able to drink it and at least have a little bit. 
Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk to Don because he knows he said he's down to do it, but we like more in detail. We should talk to him whenever yeah. he gets back. Yeah, I officially am feeling the clock on us too, uh-huh. which is kind of nice. It's good pressure. Yeah, that's why I said we can make the flyer like this week now that we have all the info that we need to do that. So it'll be it'll be awesome. All right, y'all. Well, we have a lot of stuff to do today. <laughs> we do. <laughs> you can't tell. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode and being the homies through it all. Pour one out and take a sip for Bendita. Yeah. Our Bendita. And uh, find some our expanded albums that um, are on Spotify. I know they're mm-hmm. kind of an older band. They've been around since the 90s, but um, all of their stuff is very accessible and very good. Yeah. So Big have fan. Yeah, have fun. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> and Enjoy, come by y'all. And eat, you, some, eat some puppy chow. Yeah, get some puppy chow in your system. Uh, come by the wine shop and, and drink some of this wine with me because I'll be drinking it. I'll be. You'll be there. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to some of our thoughts. Burner, 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 burner. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.